marriage, love and marriage Go together like a horse and carriage This I tell you, brother You can't have one without the other Love and marriage, love and marriage It's an institute you can't disparage Ask the local gentry And they will say it's elementary Try, try, try to separate them It's an illusion Try, try, try And you will only come To this conclusion Love and marriage Love and marriage Go together like a horse and carriage Dad was told by mother You can't have one You can't have none You can't have one without the other Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, here are your hosts, Nick and Drew. All right, folks, welcome to episode 228 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you for another week of trivia, love, kindness, knowledge. We are I try here. to come up with like a more clever intro, but I'll just go with what I know, folks. That's what I do. That's what I do. What can Free I do? roads converged and trivia was born. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. All right, well, we are locked and loaded for another wonderful week of Quizzo, which, by the way, New games coming online. Got a bunch of new announcements coming online soon, so that's good news. It's the fall. People are going oh, out. The world is coming back. To Come us. on. Let's go, folks. So it's good stuff. You can always check our website, quizotrivia.com and thelivenetwork.com to get listings of games near you. Nick, I'm going to start you off with a true or false. You know I love these true or false questions, don't you? Uh, I do. All right. The second one's a multiple choice, so it's even better. But uh, the true or false question for you Phobophobia is the fear, the fear of having fear. a phobia. True or false? The fear of fear. It's true. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be. Phobophobia, if it's not the fear of fear, it's what fear else of, could it it's be? the fear of having a fear. Because a lot of them don't make any sense, but that one just sounds right, you know. It's the fear of having a fear. The one, that, what is gymnophobia or, or something like that? Do you know what that is? Fear of exercising in public. It's, it's the fear of being naked. Yeah, right. Yeah. In the gymnasium, they used to exercise <laughs> naked in ancient Greece. That was like Howard Greece. Stern talks about when he was a kid growing up. They used to shower uh, oh, after gym class. Isn't how horrifying that is? We didn't have to, we didn't have to no, do that. No, I didn't either. I never I ever had to We had to, to like that. change our sneakers and like put shorts on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no, nobody like showered naked after gym class. Never. Yeah. No, nah, not in my high school. Like we did after baseball. Like we come in off the... You know, after in like games. one room, or did you have your own stall? There were stall dividers in our things with like little crappy plastic whatevers. So it wasn't like a giant open, you know, naked boys shower. I've noticed like some of the gyms that I've been a member of over the years. Like the older the people are that are at the gym, or the older the men are at the gym, the less they care about wearing a towel. 
right. in the gym. Like sure. the place I go now currently, you would never see anybody just like naked. No. But I've been to places where it's like, yeah. you go in the thing, you might as well just put the towel over your head. Oh, God. Please, <laughs> you why am shit, I? You see shit that will wreck your day. <laughs> like it's, it's just. Lots of it. Didn't need that. Didn't uh, need that. Well, so that's my phobia. There you go. Naked in the gym is, is Nick's phobia. All right. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that altogether, man. Not me naked in the gym, Drew. Understood. Others. I think people on yeah. All right. The largest constellation in the sky. I assume you don't know what that is. Probably not. But I have a clue. Okay. Okay. It shares its name with a giant multi-headed serpent of Greek mythology. What largest constellation in the sky shares its name with a giant multi-headed serpent monster of Greek mythology? Nick's going after me right in my gut, in my yes. wheelhouse. Oh, and I got, my, my next one is a wheelhouse, too, for you. So. Medusa had that General knowledge this head, week. But there's no constellation that I could think of. I'm trying to think of any constellations I could name, because I don't know that that snake is coming up right away. Mythology, not as strong no, as history. I know. Um, they're two separate but things. But you're close with Medusa. I mean, it's this is one of uh, Hercules's... Uh, what was it? The twelve things that he had to do. What was that called? The twelve the labors. Strength, the labors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was one of the twelve. Was to kill this serpent monster. Yeah. Good God. As soon as I hear it, I'm gonna be like, "How did I? How? How have I forgotten this?" Um. Boy. The name appears in the Marvel movies too. That helps me even less because, like, you don't watch those Marvel movies. It's like Captain America and no. stuff. It's like the evil organization that. Oh, okay. Uh, like, do you remember Red Skull? Cobra, like the black. Uh, yeah. Cobra is from GI Joe. Yes, right? that is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Cobra Kai is from Karate Kid. If you remember, like Red Red Skull and in, in his organization that he worked for before he became Red Skull. Um, it was like it was kind of like this. Um, I want to say it was like a Nazi organization. When yes, okay, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, now? yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I did see this in Captain America. Yes, I just yes. I, I don't remember why I'm not. Uh, Think water. Hydra. See, Hydra. Hydra. There you go. There you go. Hydra is yeah, the, the largest high. constellation in the sky. There you and go. Hydra was a giant serpent monster of Greek mythology. Yes. Yes. All right, it took a while, but I eventually clawed my way there. That was not pretty, folks. Um, all right, well, I just proved the opposite of this, but what percentage of Americans, Nick, think they are smarter than the average American? Which is oh, funny. A, the so, correct answer is 51%. Right? <laughs> right? Theoretically. Well, you, I mean, you could say 50.1, right? but well, that's but, the correct answer, right? Well, the percentage of Americans that think no, no, smart. but I'm saying what the actual percentage is. Right. is if you're smarter 50, than the right. average, it's the fifty point one. I'm going to say it's more. So I'm thirty-five, sixty-five, or eighty-five. Oh, you got numbers. Here. I got numbers. Thirty-five percent, sixty-five percent, or eighty-five percent think they're, that they're smarter than the average. Uh, let's take a poll of this room. Okay. Okay. Drew, what do you think? Yeah, yes or no? Yes. Derek, what do you think? No? All right. No. Me, I'll go yes. Okay. 
66%. You said 65 is one. I'll say 65%. 65% is the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> That's thanks how you for, do it, folks. Thanks for bringing down the room. Our producer adding the uh, less intelligent <laughs> to, to the I, mix. I took one look at him and I was like, but yeah, but you're correct in that the answer is 50, but at least 15% of this population thinks they're smarter when they are. I'll tell you what, I'm glad it's not 85 because yes. that would make me start to question. But a lot of people are going to put that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they'll take a poll of their team. Yeah, like, what, yeah, do yeah. Well, what, do what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? 100%. Let's go 85. Let's go 85. Yeah. Good All one. Right. All right, so let's talk trillion-dollar companies, American companies. America. I'm counting one, two, three, four, five. There are five trillion-dollar companies. And I will tell you this. Nobody else is even close. Like number six is at like $650 billion. So these are the five, Drew, and I will give you 10 points if you can get three of them, and I'll give you 20 if you can get all five. Apple? At the top. $2 trillion. Amazon. You know what's cool? $2 trillion. Amazon. Amazon, number three. Not at two. They're, they're not cool yet, but they're close. Walmart? No. Number mm. like 12 to 13 wow. in that range. So yeah. they're that far yes. down. So retail ain't the place, folks. It's all tech. So Microsoft. Number two, $2 trillion. So th- those are the big Apple and Microsoft at $2 trillion. Then you got Amazon at three. So you need one of the last two to get your 10 points. So the question is, is it something like Oracle? Like a, uh, okay, so let's think about this. Jeez, guys, we just got to look. Tesla? Number five. Oh, man. Just got there this week. That's what inspired the question. Okay, fair enough. Can you imagine Tesla is now in the... Number four is Google Alphabet. Yeah, okay. So you have Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, and then Tesla, which is now like twice of what Brookshire Hathaway is I probably would have said Google next. That would have been the next company. I, 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 for some reason, went right over it, but it would have come right back to me. Number six? You want to go this deep? Is it Oracle? Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Something like that. They're in like, they're in that... Get there close to a trillion dollars. Wow, good one. All right, let's move on to sports. What do you say? Sounds good. Okay, Nick, who is the fastest player to accumulate 3,000 rushing yards and 3,000 receiving yards in NFL history? All right. Sorry, one more time. The fastest player in NFL history to get to 3,000 rushing yards and 3,000 receiving yards in a career? I mean, one guy really jumps out at me. And I feel like he could be there. Going to be hard for me to get away from this guy. I'll only say if he's wrong, give me another guess because I would like more time to think about this, but this guy I'm not going to get off of, so I'll say Christian McCaffrey. It is not Christian McCaffrey. More recent than him? Nope. Same, same world. Oh, same world. So it's not like a Walter Payton or somebody nope. like that, which which I was thinking. I'm I'm even thinking maybe the same draft class. Wow. Well, that narrows it down. But very close. It's either one year in one direction or the other. If it wasn't directly that class. Jeez. 
3,000, uh, Dalvin Cook? Nope. I didn't think so. It's funny because we just had a conversation on the fantasy side about, like, you know, rethinking drafting McCaffrey over one, which everyone did, right? Because the guy, when he plays, is like a dual player. He's like two players in one, no matter how bad the team he was. We mentioned this guy, right? Uh, Derrick Henry was, was who we said, well, he's always there and reliable. We didn't talk about this guy. We probably should have. Kamara? Alvin Kamara. Wow. Okay. See? I like the idea of, you know, think with Kamara is like, he's never been the number one, right? He's always been like the four best. Maybe he's gotten up to two or three, but. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I, I guess. So where's McCaffrey at in all-time receipt? He didn't get to 3,000, huh? He must, no. be, he must be short. Yeah, because the injuries are, you know. Starting to pile up. I would have thought sure, he got to 3,000. He had one and a half healthy years. Well, let's take a quick look because we're talking about it. Might as well get to see how close I was. Let's see. McCaffrey, for his career, he's got to have 3,000 rushing yards, no? Let's find out here. Stats. Okay. Oh, man, he is so close. So, 3,300 rushing yards. You ready for this? 2,835 receiving yards. So, I'm short. One monster receiving game. 165 yards. I was short. So, there you have it. Can't beat myself up too much over that one. No, I, that would have been my guess for sure because, again, dual threat, greatest fantasy player, but got to stay on the pitch. Right? Yep. Got to stay on the pitch. If you're, not, if you're not on the field, then it doesn't make a difference if you're the greatest thing in the world. So I do, uh, uh, I, I do really like Kamara. It's just that offense scared me so much with uh, Jameis and the lack of receivers, but uh, he just keeps rolling on. The guy's built like a different type of human being altogether. All right, uh, my turn to ask you a sports question. I got some goodness here. I'm just trying to decide which way I want to go, if there's anything kind of pressing here time-wise. I guess this one is more time-relevant, even though it's not pressing. So 10 points each, okay? Yep. 10 points each. And this one, I think, I hope you get at least one of them. But we'll see. All right. Ten points each. Can you name for me the winner of the longest college football game in history and the longest college basketball game in history? Ten points each. No. Uh, (laughs) No? The winner of the longest college football game in history and the winner of the longest college basketball game in history. Right. I don't know why Nebraska immediately comes out. Was there some, like, ridiculous... What are you talking about, football-wise? Yeah, for college football, some ridiculous seven Well, overtime. I'll tell you, the reason the college football game... It just happened last week. Oh, okay. There was a nine-overtime college football game. Right, just but I didn't know that's if why that it's counted because the rules have shifted and now there are these new overtime rules. I thought maybe 1890s, they were like, 
No, it was a tie in the 1890s. You just oh, tied after regulation. Oh, fair so enough. There fair was enough. no gotcha. overtime. So, right. This is the first. It, was it Illinois? Illinois. Uh, the Penn State. The Penn State and Illinois game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. They have a good team this year. Uh, they have a new coach. I think Beeline is their coach now. Oh, all right. He's, uh, he's, uh, I was actually surprised. I thought they were down. I, I, I thought it was something. just a horrible loss for Penn State. To uh, I think they might have lost their quarterback in that game, Penn State. That's a bummer. They have a great receiver. Uh, this guy, uh, I think his name's Dotson. And do you remember the longest college basketball game of all time? I know you do because I remember talking to you about it. Yeah, we were a witness to it. We were a witness to it. <clears throat> Don't remember. Uh, maybe the Big East tournament ring a bell? Oh, was it that Syracuse uh, four overtime? Six. Six UConn. overtime game against UConn. Yeah, but then the they had East. nothing left to... Right, but they were literally playing for to, to keep the season the alive. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep, that was uh, McNamara, right? His senior season. Was it his senior season? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I don't remember. Yeah, I know Jim no Beheim was coach. It was like, you know, he and Carmelo were freshmen Beheim together when they won the championship, but McNamara was there all four years, and I think he was a senior. Oh, okay, because this was 2009. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, so let's see. Does that add up? So no. Carmelo was 2005, wasn't he? No, I thought he was 03. So you 03. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Maryland, Duke, and Syracuse won back-to-back-to-back. I thought right. it was 02, 03, 04, I'm sorry, say it again one more time. How I thought know? Carmelo was 04, 05. But I could be wrong. Um, I often am, folks. Let's see if I can get this quickly for us. Um, 2003. I had it. So there you go. Oh. The, the, they won in 2003. Yeah. Okay, so... I don't know. McNamara definitely wasn't on that team in 2009. No. But uh, was it that other kid? That it wasn't that memorable of a season, I don't think, for him. I think it was just a matter of that game was. I feel like he did something his senior season in the Big East tournament that was, like, exceptionally heroic. Uh, let's see. Uh, man, trying to recognize any of these names that would jump out as being somebody you would remember. Johnny Flynn. That was the Johnny Flynn team. I like Johnny Flynn. He was a he was a good player. Yeah. All right. Here's a true or false question for you, Nick. Scoop Jardine. Scoop Jardine. <laughs> Scoop. 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 There it is. All right. True or false, Nick. Tom Brady. You've heard of him. Ah. Has more touchdowns than John Elway and Joe Montana combined. I happen to know this. The question is, can you throw Kyle Orton on top of that list? And does he still have more? No. Right. <laughs> you're, you're right. Kyle Orton will put it over the top. Yeah, that is true. Tom Brady. Why, did you see that CBS statistic <laughs> that was making the rounds? <laughs> it was like and then Kyle Legendary Orton. Legendary <laughs> NFL QBs, and it was like six guys and Kyle, Kyle Orton. Orton at the bottom. Dude, how about uh, Aikman's number? Yeah, he's got like one two sixty. Oh no, I'm sorry, one sixty four. Yeah, one sixty four. Mahomes is going to get him by next year. Yeah, no, that's absolutely insane. But how? Like when people are like, "Nah, Montana's still the greatest." Really? 
if you add John Elway, if you add John Elway and Montana together. together, they don't hit Brady. One guy's got seven titles. Yeah. Like, it's not there's even not a dispute anymore. anymore. No, there's not really anything you can say anymore. And honestly, the weirdest part is the ones he lost weren't even his fault. He did his job. Like, Brady got them down. It wasn't like a pick at the end you or whatever else. stop Nick Foles from throwing, like, 40 on you. How many did the Eagles score in, like, they, 38 they or went, something? They went bonkers, but that game was not his fault. But he still put them in a position to oh, win yeah. the Giants game in the undefeated season, right? Right. He didn't guard uh, Tyree, right? Is no. that the, the guy that made that yeah, insane David catch? Tyree, yeah, Tyree. That crazy catch. And, or Plexico. Or Mario. That was Mario Manningham. Right? Yeah, but, On the, the, but the second time was Plexico, Burr, uh, or the first time was Plexico, the second time was Manningham, or whatever. Okay, I just remember that Manningham catch on the sideline, that would have been the game. Mario Manningham, what a throwback name, I like that. Uh, Alright, so yeah, that's uh, sadly true. But, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid if somebody says there's an argument that Brady's not the greatest quarterback. It's just a question of, like, is there a debate? Like, second place is the debate. That's mm-hmm. the debate. All right, uh, so Nick, fire away geography history. I only got one for you today. Okay, I'll, we'll do one each. Well, you want, what, let's do one. Let me give you one more in sports, then we'll do geography and history. Sounds good. Since, we, since we're on a short geography history roster. Can you tell me the first foreign-born player with no college experience to be picked number one overall in the NBA draft? Who was the first foreign-born player with no college experience to be picked number that one? Australian dude. The Australian dude? The Andrew uh, Center. Australian Center, Andrew something or other. And what was that guy's name? I don't remember. It is not him. Okay. Yao Ming? Yeah, Yao Ming. Okay. You got That'd it. Be my second I was wondering if you even remembered about it. It's like that guy was such a star, but for such a short amount of time and did nothing. So yeah. it's like so forgettable. Yeah, it's just such a huge international sensation because, you know, for a variety of reasons. And like, but he weird- never like capitalized on that. As big as, like, China is and as much money flows through there, like, do you ever see anything with Yao Ming on it? No, you, you think I'm sure like, he's huge in China. I would assume he, he does a whole lot so of stuff. So what, like, China, like, lend him to us to play in the NBA and then yeah, he has basically. to go back? You know, it's weird. Like, they literally engineered him over there. They they introduced the tallest guy, the tallest athlete they had in the country to, like, the, the tallest this, female athlete? No, she was, like, this champion swimmer. And they were just like, you two. Yeah. Yeah, so don't do they do that in Russia? I would assume that happens in Russia. I guess I don't know. I just I, that's not a romantic <laughs> that's not a romantic story to hear. I think but, if uh, we if we think about like the history of humans, and then you want to talk about like the percentage of it that's romantic, not yeah, not, very not small. But so very, so very Olajuwon was the first foreign number one, I think. But he was in the NBA. He was in college. He right? was wasn't he the number two pick? He wasn't even the number one pick. Sam there. Bowie. Sam. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because he could say, no, no, Sam Bowie is number two. Oh, you're right. Number one. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sam Bowie was taken before Jordan. That's yes. why it's, Jordan was number that's three. That's why he's famous. Right, right, right. I was like, well, that would that was an even worse pick if they went over a large one. But then you also had Michael Oloa Candy, but he went to Pacific. The Candy Man. So where did Elijah one go? I think Houston. Uh, for some reason, I feel like he also went to. Oh, he was. Yes, Absolutely. You're right. He went to yeah, East. so he was he five slam a jamma. He was part of that team. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Oh yeah, he played at Houston from eighty one to eighty four. Big grip. 
All right, you want my geography history question for you? Sure. Tell me the most populous capital city in America of the... Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, you got it. Easy. Yeah. That, Top five that, most that populated in, city, my, and it's a capital. That's in my geography history 101 database. Real house? In, right. in my brain somewhere. Um, well, then do you, do you know the only world capital on two continents? Since we're doing 101 capital city trivia here. Istanbul. Istanbul? Yeah. Not Constantinople. Nope. Because it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. And wasn't it called Why something else, too? Why I can't Byzantium? say. People don't like it, it better called? that way. Yeah, Byzant- Byzantium. Byzantium, that's it. Yes, Thank it's you. been lots of things. That's vaguely the site of ancient Troy, like that region. Yeah, so. there was probably some fighting over that region, I would imagine. Well, anytime you have a literal land border that goes between two continents, there could be some people fighting over it. Just a thought. All right, Nick, Botswana oh, no. is a landlocked country in Africa made up of 70% of what desert? Oh, you're giving me a break. When I hear Botswana, you're I'm like, like oh, oh yes. <laughs> what the hell kind of question could you I, be I hope the answer is the Sahara. It is not. Oh, jeez. Southern. This is southern. So Sahara oh. is very much northern. Do you got a second major... Yeah, may- maybe. Let me <laughs> let me think. I know it, it for sure. Well, it's not the Gobi because no. that's in China. Correct. Right. Um, I've heard of this. Yes. Desert. Absolutely. Okay. Is it um, the Serengeti? That's not a desert. No. Right? Uh, yeah, the Serengeti Plains right. are an area, but it's yeah, not, it's not a desert. Yeah, there is a desert, but that's not. That's it. not it. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it? Does it have, like, an English name, oddly? No, but it kind of sounds like a popular seafood appetizer, but isn't. Hmm. So it sounds like shrimp cocktail? That wasn't the one I... Crab balls. Crab balls. What else would you get? Oysters. Oysters Rockefeller. Clams. Going over everyone except (laughs) the right one. Except the most popular, like... Oh, I got it. I got it. That's a good clue. That's a good clue. It is uh, the Kalahari Desert. The Kalahari Desert, yes. Uh, I like to throw the humor in there. It's the yes. eighth or ninth appetizer I thought of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come on. That's the go-to. Oh, you're talking I love Kalahari. Yeah, you're talking about a, a seafood appetizer that the world can share. It's oh, calamari. I love it. If you don't think Kalahari sounds like calamari. No, you're not paying attention. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, okay. Uh, entertainment? Entertainment. I, right. I have uh, I have three pretty good ones. Uh, All right, then start it off. I got two. Okay. What movie features Biff Tanner's Pleasure Paradise? Back to the Future 2. Yes. You had to get the two. Yeah. If absolutely. you didn't have the two... You know, we just celebrated that uh, anniversary. The date and time he goes back to that bizarro world was October 21st, 2015. So we're six years after that weird that weird alternate universe that Biff of owns. That, that Biff owns. Yeah, or the parallel alternate universe that's like the nice one where everything's like flying cars and stuff, which we still don't have anywhere close Have you to watched that. Stranger Kids with your Stranger daughter yet? Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things with your daughter yet? Yes, 
But I don't know what season we're on. I uh, think I've watched the first three. Well, I'll tell you. I'll warn you right now. In season three, right? They're at Back to the Back to the Future's almost nineteen eighty five. Yeah. So they're in a movie theater. Like they're running away from people, but they end up in a movie theater. Yep. So they come out of the movie theater and they're talking about and like my my kids are sitting there and it's like I don't know, I'm really confused like was that guy trying to do his mom or was that guy's mom trying to do him or something? It's like, they were like they were kind of stoned and they were trying to talk out what's going on. and I'm like I'm like ah, I'm for the thing, trying to fast forward the uh, little remote, content. The hell? Yeah, but that was sort of a little bit of the weird premise. That girl's mom was had a weird crush on her. She had a crush or, on her yeah, kid. Yeah, McFly's mom had a crush, had on, kind of him crush on McFly because but it's he her took mom. the place of the dad who was supposed to fall out of the tree, tree. at that exact time. <laughs> he was the one that fell out of the tree. But it was Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein, because yeah. that's what was sewn into his underwear. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, you couldn't fast for, couldn't find that remote fast enough. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, what do you got in entertainment? I got some bad news. Oh, it's terrible. ABBA has announced they are breaking up. They were together. <laughs> were they alive? I mean, they were together. <laughs> they're putting out a new album. And this is the last one. And, and they announced their uh, breakup. Yeah, but hopefully they get a number one hit. Because can you believe if they're all these years? What is it? Fifty years of ABBA? I mean, seriously, at least forty, right? They've only had one number one hit. They've had number one movies. They've had number one wow. Broadway shows, but only no, one number one hit. Can you name it? God almighty. Abba, how, do you, how do you choose? Abba's only got one. Dancing Queen. You got it. If, it, if it's not, Dancing, <laughs> it's not Queen, Dancing Queen, that's not fair. Now, they got other good songs. Uh, it's, they it's, got Mamma Mia. They got it's Waterloo. It's my least favorite of all their hits is Dancing right, Queen. Right, but it's you know? clearly yeah, it's, their, it's their number one. definitive. I can't believe they only had one number one, though. You just feel like they were so big. Do I do it to the audience and play Dancing Queen? No. No, no you no. play Waterloo or something yeah, decent. Yeah, Waterloo. <laughs> I've heard Fish play Waterloo before. I heard Fish play Waterloo in Waterloo. Yeah, that's that's where I first heard of ABBA. <laughs> I didn't know who ABBA was until Who's I... Who sang Waterloo? we got to go to that re-listen app and uh, listen to that show and find out who's on vocals. Because that, that would be like a Tom Marshall spot to bring up Tom Marshall in the middle of like a harpoon to sing Waterloo. It's, I think it was Fishman. Okay. I'm hearing it in my head, and it was awful. And it's I think it was. I think <laughs> oh, sorry, Fish. <laughs> well, I love you, Fishman, but you sing to be awful. That's like that kind was of part your, of it. You're trying to be ABBA, right? Right. Yeah. Like when Fishman's trying to do ABBA, you're not looking for perfection. You're looking for humor. And uh, that was the one where Popper came up and played. Uh, oh right. Yep. Uh, good times, bad times, and llama. Yeah, yeah awesome. I got a Popper llama, the only one ever. Um, all right. So, uh, ABBA. Good, breaking good up. ABBA question. I don't think you need to. After 40 years, you don't need to announce you're breaking up, guys. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll actually only give you this one. This, this other one I'm not even going to mention because uh, I don't even know. I, I have to confirm it and make sure that it's actually accurate before I ask it. I don't want to do a podcast question. So, this will be my last question. Then you give all me right, one I'll more give you one more. The most popular sitcom in Russian TV history was a remake of what Fox show? Hmm. You know how they redo shows in different countries all the time. I didn't really. We're never aware of. I didn't realize that. No, I wasn't aware of that. So they just like take. Yeah, they take. They'll take Cheers and just remake Cheers in Russia. Ukrainian version of Cheers, and it's like what? And do we? I guess the people that made Cheers get paid on it. Yeah, absolutely. And and they have those for a variety of different shows. Like for example, Sesame Street has something like 40 versions of Sesame Street that are out there. 
different wow. languages, whatever. The woman I used to work with at uh, uh, the television show at DirecTV for Fantasy Zone Channel, her job was the international coordinator for Sesame Street. So she handled... Uh, like every day when the the edits came in from the international. So do they just redo the voices, no. or they actually yeah, shoot a whole like different Bird. production, whole different cast, whole different set of I guests? Didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and and in a lot of countries, uh, they redo shows. Now it's very popular UK to the US. Tons of examples. Like oh yeah, Office. The Office is the yeah. most famous for sure. But there's there's more than just that. So, but this one surprised me because this was a very popular U.S. show, but it turned out to be the most popular show in the history of the country and in Russia. And when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that is amazing. And I just I want to watch every episode of the Russian version. Well, you're really pushing me in one direction. The fact that you'd be so excited about it. Um, well, I said it's a Fox sitcom, so right. that's your... Well, I know that there's two Fox sitcoms that hold a special place in your heart. One of them is The Simpsons. It is. And I'm going to guess it's not that. It's not. So I'm going to go with Married with Children. It is Married with Children. <laughs> that's it great. Married We've got to get that redubbed with, with English uh, and watch... What does Al Bundy look like in oh, Russia? Oh, I'm going to show you. <laughs> you. You know I'm not... Uh, I guess... The better question is, what does Kelly Bundy look like in Russia? I'm going to show you that, too. And and what's crazy is they look exactly they, – they were cast exactly as the Bundys. They, they didn't do anything to make them, like, Russianized. It's, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen uh, in terms of uh, – uh, in terms of likeness. Like, it, it was like, uh, let's try to find people that look exactly like – the Bundy family. I have a great true or false for you. Okay. True or false, you have a sister-in-law named after Kelly Bundy. True. <laughs> it's true. So there you go. There is yeah. the Russian married with children family. Yeah, they, a little younger. Yep. Al's a little younger. But he looks younger, just as miserable. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's the most popular. Yeah. And way more popular than the American version. Well, it's, the, the one thing that's weird about that show in Russia is the fact that he's a shoe salesman. He makes the same amount as uh, the doctor, right? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> so that whole All shoe salesman thing, yeah. you know, it's like, oh. Married with the Children. history was... of the Russian remake of Married with Children. Bigger. Way bigger in the motherland <laughs> than it ever was in America. And this was one of the most popular shows Ever in, in for Fox. I mean, this really, I think, feel like Married with Children. Oh, I was one of the ones Fox. that kicked the, kicked the network yeah. off, right? Yeah. So, all right. That's all I got. You got anything else? Or, uh... That was a good one. Yeah, I got one more for you. All Ten right. points each. Do it. Two answers. What two John Hughes movies were both shot at Maine North High School in De Plaine, Illinois? can answer this question because I know every John Hughes movie. This is wheelhouse for me. Mm-hmm. So the first one is very clearly uh, The Breakfast Club. You're right. Okay. So now, comes the, that now comes the challenging part. Yes. What second John Hughes film was shot there? Now I happen to know during this time Ferris Bueller's Day Off was also filmed in that area and had a lot of internal high school scenes. So I'm going to say Ferris Bueller's. You got off. it. With, in Illinois, you yes. know that that's where Ferris Correct. Bueller was. So, but he also did. Oh, She's having a baby. 
in Illinois at that time, but obviously the oh, okay. was, and I don't know if you knew this, but there's a weird crossover in I wanna say she's having a baby. They get into a cab in the same sequence in Ferris Bueller's that oh, that, that concert's going on. Right, that he's yeah. going down the street. Yeah, so they, the they pay homage somehow to another John Hughes movie and, and, and place them in exactly. And he's like, can you believe the traffic on this crap? Like, they're they're trying to get into a cab, but that's the scene where, you know, Ferris is doing Shake It Up, is doing Twist and Shout. Yep. Oh, yeah. How, yeah, can, yeah. I, how can I forget? Of course. So, very, very interesting. Okay. So, yes. That's yeah, so I, I, it's funny. I didn't realize they were both shot at the same high school. But Amazing. You well, you go, go, go visit, folks. And uh, does uh, Barry Manilow know you rate his wardrobe? All right. That's it for episode <laughs> 228 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. See you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Forget about